Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. All right. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today. I'm just so happy to be here with you. And um, this last weekend, we celebrated uh, getting together as a family and had a meal together and laughed together and did all those things. And it was a wonderful time. And it just was so great to be able to be together. And uh, the subject matter today is about planning for tomorrow, but we need to live for today. And this is by Rick Warren. It says, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. That's Matthew 6, 3, 4. The good thing about the future is that it doesn't hit you all at once. If you had your entire life thrown at you at one time, it would no doubt be overwhelming. So God gives it to you in bite size, 24-hour segments. Since God gives you only one day at a time, that's how he expects you to approach your life. Live one day at a time and make it count. Jesus taught, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries today. Today's troubles is enough for today. Jesus is saying to stop borrowing trouble. If there's something happening next week, why are you messing up today by worrying about it? Boy, did I need to hear that. How about you? There are so many things going on right now that we can, and we have to choose not to, worry about. Worry can't change the past. It can't control the future. Worry only makes you miserable today. And I know for a fact that you can worry all day long and it's not going to change anything. You cannot control anything by worrying. It doesn't make it any better or any worse. So why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? God gives you all the grace you need, but just enough for today, every day. He doesn't stockpile all that power in your life and give it to you for the next week or month. He says to pray. Give us this day our daily bread. He wants you to take life one day at a time. Now, if you did an assessment right now, just you, right now, if you're thinking about what's being said right now and what's, what's going in your ears, would you say that you're good at this? Would you say that you've got this down? Or would you say that this, this takes work? It takes work to think about one day at a time. I do know that our life is formed by the habits or the things or choices that we make and do every single day, every single minute. So if, if every day we said, okay, here's a habit I'm doing, or here's something I'd like to change in my life, and we make a little adjustment, it's little, it doesn't have to be big. Changing the time you eat, changing what you eat, that's just two things right there that can change an outcome. Going to bed earlier, Praying before you get up. That's a big one for me right now. Praying before you get up. 
because we give thanks. We need to give thanks in all things. And if we start our day being thankful and grateful for what we have for this day, it changes the outcome and our attitudes from the inside out. These are little habits. These are little choices that we make that can make such a magnificent difference in our lives. And if we are planning for tomorrow but living for today, then we need to focus on how can we make this day the best day ever? Even with everything going on in our lives, everything that's going on with the world right now, we still have a choice on what we're going to think about, if we're going to worry, and what we're going to worry about, or what we're going to plan, who we're going to see, what we're going to say or not say, what we're going to do or not do. We have the control of doing so many of these things, and we should give God all the glory and all the thanks that we have the ability to make those choices. When you don't know what the future holds, you can still take life one day at a time. That's all you are meant to do. When everything is uncertain and you don't know how to make wise decisions for the future, then just take care of today. There's so many people without work right now. They don't have a job. They don't know how they're going to make money. Maybe that's you. And sometimes we can't think so far off. We got to think about just what we need to do for today. God doesn't want you to worry about tomorrow, but he also doesn't want you to presume about it either. It's important to plan, pray, and trust God for the future. But God still expects you to put your energy into making today count. A great way to do this, especially during the pandemic, is to reduce your media intake. Oh boy, can I relate to that? Focus instead on the things God loves and cares about, like your spiritual growth and caring for people who need help right now. That's how you make the day count. Don't brashly announce what you're going to do tomorrow. You don't know the first thing about tomorrow. When everything else in life seems unclear, this is about as clear as you can get. Plan for tomorrow, but live for today. God will give you everything you need to be obedient in both. You can still make plans in a pandemic. If you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you. For he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. How many, raise your hand, do you want bountiful supply of wisdom? I absolutely do. There's nothing wrong with planning, even during the uncertain days of the pandemic. But if you want God's blessing on your plans, it's important to include him in your planning. The book of James gives us a promise when it comes to planning. It says, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask him and he will gladly tell you, for he is always ready to give a bountiful supply of wisdom to all who ask him. That's James 1, 5. God promises he'll give you wisdom as you plan. You just have to ask, ask and you shall receive. This is part of humbling yourself before God. You don't have to wonder what he wants you to do with your life. You just have to pray about it. God is always ready to give you the wisdom you need to make good plans. If you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you so much for joining in. It's no coincidence that you found us 
And for those of you that are regular listeners, just thank you so much for connecting with me. I want to give a shout out to Randy in Lompoc, and I want to give a shout out to Mary, and I have been praying for both of you, and I just want you to know that. Thank you for connecting with me. Thank you for writing me letters. I really appreciate it. I really do. And I know God's got a plan for each and every one of us, and it's up to us to draw ourselves nearer to his plan, and how you do that is by understanding his word and his will. And how do you do that? By being in his word. We're living in a unique time, and you might feel like most areas of your life are in limbo, right? We feel like we're in limbo. You may feel like you can't make any plans or that you're stuck in a temporary situation. Maybe you haven't even made any plans because your one goal is just to get through this pandemic. But as the pandemic stretches on, you don't want to waste these weeks and months, hopefully not years. It may feel like time is standing still. But God's purposes are always moving forward. I don't want you to miss being part of them. Well, there are many things during this pandemic that you can't control. There are many things that you do have control over. I challenge you to set aside an hour this week to prayerfully make a plan for the rest of this year. It can be a plan for your spiritual growth, your family ministry, finances, or career. Whatever you want to talk to God about, make it a time to seek God's wisdom and set some goals. You can start by praying, Lord, what do you want me to do for the rest of this year? What do you want me to do with my life? What is your will, God? Please give me your wisdom so that I can serve you well and fulfill my purpose. This show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. The subject matter is so right on target, isn't it? So we have six scriptures here that I want to share. First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. See, now the habit forming, if you're not doing that now, then this would be a choice you could make right now. It could be a life-changing choice, a new habit that you could create. Just giving thanks in all circumstances, even when things aren't going your way, even when things are, man, going really bad. We're supposed to give thanks in those times too. Not easy, but it is doable. And if there's people that are doing you wrong, if there's people that are just not on page or are actually causing you harm, we're called to pray for them too. That's not easy either. But with God's help, we can do it. And there's some freedom that comes when we do that. Number two, maybe this is the one, Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know there's power in the name of Jesus? Do you know that when I get really down and I feel like there's an attack, which there is, and I feel like this attack is really strong, I just keep yelling, Jesus, Jesus, in Jesus' name. And it changes things in the spirit realm. And it's just speaking his name. The blood of Jesus, Jesus. Number three, James 1, 17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Number four, Psalm fifty fourteen, Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High. Maybe that's where you're at. Maybe that's where you need to be, right there. Perform your vows to the Most High. 
Have you given your life over to him? Is that where you need to go? Is that the change you need to make today? Colossians 3.15, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Number six, 2 Corinthians 2.14, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. Spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. Boy, that just sounds very poetic, doesn't it? So this is the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I'd love for you to connect with me by going to Sue Free's, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. I want you to go there and I want you to reach out. I want you to tell me what to pray for. Tell me if you need resources. Tell me, tell me, tell me, and I will pray for you. And if there's something I can do to help, you know I will. And uh, maybe I know somebody that can help you, you know, much better than than me. I don't have all the answers. I don't. But my faith and my hope is in my Heavenly Father. And and really, I, I don't know where I would be or what I would be doing if I didn't have that foundation, if I didn't have that baseline to know that he's there and he's my Heavenly Father and he never sleeps. He's awake all the time. I can pray for him anytime, to him anytime, and I know that he's going to hear me. And the same is for you. He loves you. He loves you as if you were his only, only child pretty amazing to think about that, isn't it? That if you were the only person that he would have died for you only. That's, that's pretty big. Okay. So I have a question for you. Are you thankful? Are you thankful for your present circumstances? Are you thankful for your salvation, your friendships and your job? Thankfulness is a key to your life. It is the key that turns your situation around because it changes you, your outlook, and your attitude. This is power in a thankful heart. And do you know that it doesn't only change you and your outlook, but when you are thankful and when you are positive, it changes those that are around you. I, I have quite a few employees, thanks to Ecola Termite and Pest Control, and, you know, everybody has their own personality and they're bent. They're, you know, they have how they normally are. And, you know, the people that you just know, they, they, they wake up in the morning and they don't have bad hair days. They just don't. They wake up and they're ready to tackle the world and they're thankful they have a job. They're thankful that, that uh, they're able to work. E. coli is, you know, pest control is an essential company and we've been able to work but it's been a struggle for us. It's been a struggle. I know it's it's a struggle for the restaurants and, and the stores that are closing. It's just so sad. And it's a struggle for us, too, because people don't want us in their home, and we're supposed to go in there and take care of the pests in their house, you know, and to keep my employees safe, that they're not being put into a position that would not be good for them. So it's been interesting, challenging phenomenon. <laughs> and it's really amazing what we can accomplish when we put our minds to it. It really is. You know, when we say, here's the problem, I don't know the solution, but we need to come up with one. 
So we've decided we have conference calls daily with a different department of each group has their own department. And and we talk freely about what the issues are and the frustrations we have. We had one today and we came up with an amazing solution to something that we've been doing a certain way for a very long time. And I'm thinking, man, I sure wish I would have brought this up a lot sooner because it could have saved us a lot of money and a lot of heartache. But it's never too late. Uh, You know, as long as there's breath, there's hope. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for every one of our employees. I'm thankful for every customer that we serve. I'm thankful for KKLA and Salem. I'm so thankful that we're able to do what we do because, you know, it feels good. It feels good to be able to to give and to be there and to help and to serve. I just love the word serve, to be a servant and to be a good steward. That's what the Lord uh, put on my heart at the beginning of this year was perfect vision, which is interesting, and teach our employees to be good servants and good stewards. And so, uh, you know, that's what we're doing. Anyway, so Thanksgiving brings contentment. How many of you need more contentment in your life? I know I do. You know, um, when you have a lot coming at you, And you have no control over where it's coming at you and what kind of damage it's going to cause. And you're in damage control mode. Uh, It's very difficult to to fight those invisible battles. So I have found that I put my faith and my hope into my Heavenly Father. And I know the victory is his. And uh, I just have to live in that. I have to breathe that in and out. And I have to speak the name of Jesus whenever I'm feeling anxiety. And maybe this could help someone that's listening right now because maybe you're feeling anxious. Be anxious for nothing. I just, that that verse is one of my favorite. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Be anxious for nothing. Those are difficult things to do. They're both in Philippians if you want to look it up. Anyway, so begin to thank God for all the blessings he has given you instead of dwelling on the negative. Now, I could remind certain individuals that work with me that every day, and I almost need to because they need that reminder. But once the reminder hits them, it's like they do this check. And once they get that check in there, then they they are much better for the rest of the day. But if somebody's not there to remind them, then we have a tendency to be discontented and, and to, you know, to not be thankful. It, it doesn't come just readily. It's, it's a decision we make. It's a choice we make to be thankful and to look for those things that we're thankful for. Even in the midst of all of our trials and tribulations, we have things to be thankful for. And I have to remind myself of that. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I get so frustrated. I know you know what I mean. <laughs> I know you know what I mean. Discontent dries up the soul. Paul, who was able to say that he had learned contentment, no matter what the circumstances, his circumstances when he wrote that prison, no easy lesson, but great gain, which is the sum of godliness plus contentment. So here are three ways to practice an attitude of thankfulness in everyday life. Are you ready? Number one, thank and praise God for everything in your life. Thank him for even the difficulties. It is a sacrifice to do this. But he can turn troubles to triumph. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips 
that confess his name, the fruit of lips that confess his name. What name? God, Jesus. Don't allow yourself. This is number two. Don't allow yourself to complain about anything. Did you hear that? Don't allow yourself to complain about anything. During the difficult times, be very careful to watch your tongue. Instead of complaining, think of ways you can verbally offer God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Today, may I challenge you to just today, check yourself. First, ask the Lord to reveal to you anything that's causing you negativity, anything that you would complain about. Ask him to reveal it to you in your spirit. And then when it happens, because it will, But when it happens, you'll get checked on it. And it takes 21 days to change a habit. So if you're used to that, if you're used to complaining and looking for the glass half empty instead of half full, then check yourself and make a change because for today, we want to make today better than yesterday, right? So how do we do that? We have to evaluate, do a personal assessment, ask other people, find out your areas and, and just pick one. Don't get overwhelmed because, man, if I, if I said, yeah, just you know, lay it on me, I know I would have a laundry list. And it's, it's easier to just tackle things once at, one at a time. So just ask for one and work on the one for 21 days and then move to the next one. I know some of you are going to be high achievers there. I know you are and you're going to work on more. But uh, focus on one, maybe two. Get those down. Change that habit. Get your heart and your soul in the, in, the, in the mindset of giving thanks and being grateful. And, and look, I'm talking to myself right now, too, because I have a tendency to, to, you know, be a problem solver. And what do problem solvers do? They look for the problems because they want to solve them. So I know for a fact that I'm a problem solver, and so I'm looking for so I can make it better. But what that does is it takes me away of just looking at what's right, what's beautiful, what's what to be thankful for. So that's just me. I'm being vulnerable and transparent and just telling you that's me. And I know that about me. And that might be you, too. So just check yourself. And it's OK. Let's be real. Can we be real? Can we be vulnerable? Can we be transparent? And can we just say, you know what? God's not done with me yet. And he's not done with you yet. And together we can be better if we're focused on being better. Three, don't compare yourself with others. That's the worst. That is the worst. Don't wish that your life was different. God knows what is best. The Bible says having a thankful heart is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When we begin to thank God for what we have, rather than comparing ourselves with others, it opens the door for God's blessing. And what he has for you is not what he has for your next door neighbor. So don't compare yourself. It's the worst thing that you could do. God smiles when we praise and thank him continually. Few things feel better than receiving heartfelt praise and appreciation from someone else. God loves it too. An amazing thing happens when we offer praise and thanksgiving to God. When we give God enjoyment, our own hearts are filled with joy. That's from Rick Warren. So Philippians, I mentioned it a little earlier. I'm going to say it again. It's four, six, and seven. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Memorize that one. Memorize that one so you can lean on it because we all have a tendency to get anxious, especially right now. It's an anxious time right now. It so is. 
So when we come back from the break, we're going to continue on with blessings that you may have overlooked. So we're going to go over those general and broad blessings and uh, see where you're at on that, okay? Because whenever I bring these things up, I always want you to do a personal assessment, just you and God, to find out where you need to do the work. So we will be back with more of the Sue Freeze Show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. Hey there, cutie. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. Uh, it's such an honor and a blessing. And Ecola Services is hiring. And I just want to give a shout out to Ecola uh, employees because I know they listen to the show. And I just want to say how thankful and how grateful I am for you out there working with us to be a good servant and a good steward for our customers and each other. I'm very proud to be part of our team and uh I'm just looking forward to 2021 and 2020 isn't all over yet. And, you know, we're going to finish all right. So I'm, I'm very fortunate and, and blessed in that. And it's because of our employees and our customers. So thank you so much. So getting back to uh, Philippians and some of the broad and general blessings that you may have overlooked. Wisdom. Through life, we have so many opportunities to grow as a person and gain greater awareness and understanding of ourselves and world around us. Now, that one wisdom right now, you know, they say silver is the sign. Gray hair is a sign of wisdom. 
I've got plenty of that. And, um, you know, I wear it. I, I don't wear it. I cover it. <laughs> but I know it's there. And I'm very proud of every single gray hair because <sighs> been through a lot, as probably you have, too. And what we learn when we go through tough times is perseverance and that, you know what, we think it's more than we can handle. There's so many times in my lifetime I've said, God, you tell me you won't give me more than I can handle, but it sure feels like it right now. And so many times I have a visual of me where I'm in a dirt hole and I'm trying to climb up. And every time I try to climb up, more dirt is falling in and I'm not getting any closer to the top and getting out of that hole. It just seems like I'm digging deeper. Some of you can relate to what I'm saying. What I've realized, though, now is the wisdom that I have is that it didn't take me. I might have been defeated for a moment, but I came back ahead. Um, I, I learned a great lesson, and I, and I have a new understanding of what I can accomplish or I can do or that won't get me this time. And so it's really a wonderful thing, even though at the time I was thinking, I don't know how, how we're going to get through this, but we do. So wisdom. Uh, number two is service. Just being of service is a blessing. Us taking care of our customers and their homes, their most expensive investment, their homes, their health, the environment, their dogs, their cats, their children. We offer a service of protection of a lot of things that could come their way. Disease, you know, mosquitoes, rodents. You know, chewing, electrical wiring, causing a fire, causing a flood. There's so many things that we take care of, and we feel really good about what we offer and what we do as a company and an industry. And each one of us, we are serving in some capacity. Protection's a big one, right? I, I'm praying every day for a hedge of protection around the company, about America, about uh, over our children, just hedge protection around us, rest, just to be feel the blessing of being able to rest. Not everybody has a place to sleep. They're sleeping in their cars, or maybe they're sleeping on the street, and, you know, it gets cold. But we have a bed. Most of us have a bed and maybe a pillow and a blanket. But to be thankful that we can get rest, healing, and health. I think so many of us take for granted our health until we don't have it. And when we don't have it, then we're going, oh, my gosh. You know, I just didn't realize how important this was because you really can't buy good health. It's something that, you know, you have to work towards by eating and sleeping and water, all those things. Guidance, the blessing of guidance. How many of you have people that have come in your life and we're such a blessing, maybe an angel in some fashion of wisdom or something. And then they're out of your life just as quickly as they came in. And, uh, you know, they gave us guidance. How about purpose? Understanding what our purpose is on this earth. That's a huge blessing. There is nothing that brings more gratification than understanding and fulfilling that purpose. And then how about free will? How about free will, that people not telling you what you have to do? Right now, we have more uh, restrictions on us than I think I've ever experienced in my 60-odd years. Having to wear a mask, can't go out to eat, can't be around your friends, can't hug, can't see the smiles as we walk by. Conversations have changed 
relationships have changed. I miss the smiles. I have to tell you, when I'm walking down the street and going to the grocery store, I feel like I feel like I'm a bandit. I feel like I've done something wrong and nobody can see my face. I don't even know why I put lipstick on. It's really silly, but it's not. And it's really isolating us. Even when you have people in the same room, you're isolated because you have this mask over your face and you can't see the expressions and the emotions. And it's so sad, so sad. And to not hug, man, I don't know about you, but I'm a hugger. And to not hug, you know, let's, let's bump, let's bump knuckles. Yeah, let's do that. It's not the same. I'm just saying it's not the same. And I'm looking forward to when we can hug again and that we can love on each other the way we're used to. But we took that for granted, didn't we? We had no idea we were going to be where we are right now. Did we? No. Are you grateful for your life? Blessings you may be overlooking. I'm sure there has been much pain in your life. You have probably had extreme ups and downs and times of emotional, spiritual, and physical unrest. This is why gratitude can be one of the most difficult virtues to uphold. We forget that gratitude is not only about our accomplishments, what we have, or the good fortune we experience, but that gratitude comes from simply being a person alive in the world. There are many blessings in disguise that aren't always apparent to us, and many of these blessings are afforded to us simply by being alive. As long as we have life, we can learn to be grateful for it and uncover our unique human blessings despite the hardships. Below are some broad and general blessings that you may have overlooked. We already went through these. I'm going to get a little deeper. Are you ready? Number one, wisdom. Through life, we have so many opportunities to grow as a person and gain greater awareness and understanding of ourselves and world around us. This is a true blessing. Learning from our mistakes and growing from our experiences is a part of the gift of life. Recognize how fortunate we are to be able to grow spiritually and reflect on our own existence in order to reach greater contentment. I'm just going to say there on a personal note is that I put myself in a a place because I needed to get help and it took everything I had and it was God that that kind of orchestrated it to allow it to happen. And I went in a place uh, called 1-800-HELP-FOR-ME. And in that time, I had no idea my childhood issues. I had no idea the secrets my heart and soul was hiding from myself. And it wasn't until I got in that place and I uncovered with the Lord's help and with the people there, the staff, that I uncovered some of the the most, I don't know, tragic things that can happen to a, a little girl. But in that... I felt like an onion that was being peeled back one layer at a time. You know, an onion like a blooming onion. (laughs) Okay, don't get hungry now. Do they even, are they even open? I don't know. But blooming onion, you know how you just can take one onion, one layer at a time. And I felt like that. And I felt like the Lord wasn't giving me more than I could handle, but I was just, you know, stripping back one layer at a time so I could handle the next layer. And sometimes that's what happens in our circumstances is that God doesn't give it to us all at once. Sometimes he does, but sometimes he doesn't, depending on on what's going on. And I just have to say that the wisdom we find when we feel like we can get through that and we will get through it uh, helps us in future issues and circumstances to get us through those. So as human beings, we have been blessed to be able to give and serve others. We can do kind things for other people. 
can help another person in need, and we can get this same behavior reciprocated to ourselves. Taking an approach to give back what we have been given and help others feel better is a wonderful gift. When we grow full of gratitude and joy, we can begin to share it with others. Thanksgiving is such a wonderful time. The holidays is a wonderful time. I know we're in a certain situation, but I still say that if you know, if you know somebody that's going to be alone, that if you have an empty seat, I, I would say, and maybe I'll get in trouble for this, but I, I would say, you know, don't let anyone be alone alone. I don't think it's a good thing to be alone. We need to be together. So we are all afforded protection. Think of many close calls and moments where you have safely made it through a precarious situation. Most of us have a sense of security and faith that we are going to be okay in difficult times. This is something to be very grateful for. Things may not be perfect, but as long as we have a sense of safety, it makes it possible to experience love, pleasure, and trust. Yes, our world right now is really uh, up. It's really uh, a different world, and it's turning. And I, I'm, I'm concerned about this safety and protection that we have been so used to having. Uh, I'm just really concerned about it. So number four was the rest. If you have a type A personality... Hmm. Do you have a type A personality? I was told I do. Like me, you are always on the go and viewing rest and relaxation as a blessing can be overlooked. However, we all need time to restore our body and mind and having time to relax can be one of the most valuable gifts to receive in this busy world. It provides us a new beginning and fresh perspective. Don't take for granted the opportunity to simply relax. Healing and health, if you're going through a difficult medical situation right now, this may be hard to accept, but our bodies are made to heal. Every cut, scrape, and bruise heals in time. Focus on the magnificence of our body's natural healing ability. Learn to cherish your health. Preserve it, and when you get sick, feel blessed that you will get better. Okay, so even right now, we need to guard our health, and we need to believe we're going to get better. Guidance. We all have moments where we receive guidance, whether directly or indirectly. We are given advice and receive advice every day if we are willing to stop and notice these moments. Feel blessed when you ask someone a question and they happily give you advice. When you are able to help another person, recognize the beauty in this encounter. There is an infinite amount of knowledge in the world that is at our fingertips. If you are uncertain about something, guidance is around the corner. Boy, that's so true. I, I can Google just about anything right now and find out anything. It's pretty amazing. Uh, we did a turkey, and I didn't know, like, how many minutes per pound because I had to get a really big turkey. It's a funny story, and I'm going to tell you it. I, I went to Costco, and it was 7.30 at night, and they said they closed at 8, and it took me three hours to get where I was going. So I get there, and I, I bought a whole bunch of things, but I went over to the turkey counter, and there was no turkeys. No turkeys, dang it. So turkeys were 99 cents a pound for a butterball. And so I went up to the check register and I bought everything else, including a ham, just in case they didn't have turkey. And she says, oh, we get a new delivery every day. And then she says, well, you know, I said, well, what time do you open? And she goes, well, senior citizens get in at nine. And she gave me a funny look like, I don't know if you're a senior citizen, but if you are, nine o'clock. And I went, oh, thank you. So at nine o'clock, bright and early, I was there, bright and early, nine o'clock. Uh, anyway, I was there. 
and I parked. And as I was parking, I saw the line starting to build. Actually, the line had started already. And I was there before 9, but they were there before me. And the line was wrapping around Costco, around Costco. And these were supposedly people that were over 60. Okay. And I'm like, wow, a lot of overage here. So they all have their masks on. They've got their carts and they're ready standing in line. It took about 30 minutes to get into the, the um, Costco door. I ran back to the turkey thing because that was the main thing that I needed was that turkey. And I, was, I wasn't going to plow anybody over, but I was definitely walking at a quick pace because I was about the 100th, 150th person in there. And you know how many turkeys do they have? I got my turkey, but it was 22 pounds. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot. That's a big turkey for us because it wasn't that many people anyway. So that's why I'm saying that I had to, to figure out how many minutes per pound. But it was a funny story. And so then I had a ham and a turkey. But anyway, so there you go. If you're tuning in right now, this is the Sue Free Show. And I'm very thankful that you're listening. And we're syndicated. We're in San Diego. So thank you, San Diegans, for listening in. And please connect with me. Uh, we're in Ventura, Oxnard. Venturians, thank you so much for listening on uh, The Word, 98.3 FM, and uh, KKLA, Orange County in L.A., and then KUHL, and then I think there's like four other stations, and they're secular, I believe, and, uh, you know, so you can look up SueFreeze.com, SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word, .com, and find the other stations, or if you go to SueFreeze.com, you can get the podcast at your leisure. You can listen when you want, and that's nice. Also, iTunes, tune in. You can also get the show there, which is really wonderful and amazing, and I've been doing this 10 and a half years, and it just... It's just amazing to me that that much time has gone by. But I enjoy it. I enjoy being here with you. All right. So seven is purpose. Everyone has a purpose. It just needs to be discovered. When we uncover our purpose, we have a whole new outlook on life and can approach each day with vigor and resolve. This is a true blessing that we can uncover a purpose beyond ourselves. This may be one of the major reasons we are alive. Consider what we do best what you desire to offer the world, and how you can make a difference and start following your purpose. It feels really good when you know you're in your purpose, and it's not work at all. It's, it's a joy. It's passion. It just feels so good. The next one is free will. It's an amazing thing to have free will. We can make choices that better our life and have a sense of control. In this sense, we have control over our destiny. We can also make choices that will cause us to learn from our mistakes and become a better person. We can choose to have fun and pursue our goals at the same time. We are free to choose how to live our life despite what others may say. This is a blessing if used appropriately. That's the big if, isn't it? Nine, abundance. We are made to experience abundance and have our heart's desires. The universe does not lack in any outlet. There is enough in the world for everyone. This relates... To creative ideas, wealth, and influence, the world's abundance may not be distributed equally. But don't let that fool you. There is enough for everyone, including you. I love that. I think abundance gets forgotten quite a bit. People are they're just not understanding that abundance is for us. And abundance isn't always money. It's not abundance in money. It can be. But it's abundance in other things, too. So eternity 
if there is one thing that is easily overlooked in our day-to-day hustle and bustle is that we are eternal beings in an eternal world. We are here to live a purpose until our bodies expire. There are many beliefs about what happens after we die. But one thing that seems persistent is the eternity of time. And we are a part of this. We are eternal and everlasting. When you think about this, I just want to say my daughter, she has a nine-month-old. And she, on Facebook, Instagram, she writes letters to her daughter. And they are forever there, as long as Facebook and Instagram is around. She has done these letters, and I'm sure she's printed them out, and they're going to be in a book. I'm sure she's done that. But these letters are so wonderful because she talks about whatever the baby is going through right now and how it reminds her of a biblical principle or a biblical story you know, something where she's teaching her all the time godly principles. And it's just so wonderful. And so many people have, have talked about how wonderful it is to read her, her little letters to her, her daughter. Love and sorrow. Our relationships, friends, and family are something to be thankful for every day. Having someone who can give us support and allows us to experience love and affection is such a blessing. Oh, my gosh, it is. Whenever you develop a loving relationship, realize how much of a blessing this is. Cherish relationships in all the joy and sorrow they provide. As the saying goes, it's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. That's really a good statement right there because there are so many people that I know that are fearful of falling in love or being in love and, and giving their all to somebody. They're, they're so afraid of that. They're afraid of getting hurt that they might be missing out on the most joyous love relationship they could possibly have because they're afraid of getting hurt. So they hold back all that love. It's a very sad thing. Patience. When you are waiting in line, sitting in traffic or anticipating a meeting, do you ever focus on these situations as a time to practice patience? Oh boy, that's hitting home because my bookkeeper today said, patience, Sue, patience. And I'm like, patience. Anyway, if definitely requires a perspective shift to recognize what a blessing or ability to be patient is, patience is a virtue. Okay, that's mine for today. Patience is a virtue. Patience gives us a chance to be at peace, experience the present moment, and remain contented in a world of immediate gratification. Next time you have an opportunity to be patient, recognize it as a blessing and use this capability. So number 12 is mine for this week, okay? Patience, number 12, that's mine. What's yours? And 13, work. Work can seem like a pretty dirty word, but labor is a rewarding part of life. I'm sure we have all complained about work at one point or another. Yet without work, where would we be? Work is the fiber of our lives. And when we find work that is fulfilling, it offers us a sense of purpose, meaning, and pride. Work is a blessing. Even if you aren't fulfilled by your work, you can be grateful for doing good work and for what you do well. We all have many things to be thankful for and that we can view with appreciation. Sometimes it takes a change in perspective to find all the blessings in disguise that surround us. Begin to incorporate some of the ideas above and consider other blessings you may be overlooking. By doing so, it will help you develop acceptance, strength, courage to make a better life. Who wants a better life? I know I do. I definitely do. I had some scriptures, but I don't think I have much time. But I do want to share this. Colossians 1, uh, 9, I think it says, 
For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Did you hear that? This is for everyone. This is for everyone that's listening to this. It just takes belief, believing in this, giving thanks to the Father. And I am so focused on having a thankful heart. And I have so much to be thankful for. And if I took a notepad and I wrote down, I know I could write so many things that I'm thankful for. And if I really pressed in and thought more, I could probably fill up another page, two pages, three pages. I don't normally go that deep. But maybe sometimes when we're really feeling down, we need to focus on all the things we're thankful for. I lost a good friend along with a lot of other people and we're in shock and disbelief right now. And I just have to say that, you know, plan for tomorrow, but live for today. He did that. And he was so loved because he was so kind, so patient, so giving. And he's going to be missed by so many people. And to hear the outpouring of how everybody has been affected by this and him has been just an amazing thing. So we need to be there for one another, don't we? So let's be thankful. Okay. Can we do that? So with that, I just want to say, have a happy Thanksgiving, uh, be a blessing to someone each and every day and don't let anybody be alone. If you know somebody that's alone, please just bring them in, at least call them, do something, give them some groceries, something. God bless you. Bye-bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.